Welcome to More with Mo. My name's Mo Reese. More with Mo is brought to you by AverageMoPOV.com. Recording today, as always, here in my office, the Lego storage unit, as you can see. Um, the uh, girls who stay here when it's not COVID call it the Moasis. I just call it home. So doing things a whole lot different today, um, I decided to go ahead and uh, record the show while on Instagram Live. I don't know why. Uh, basically, I had a guest scheduled and it fell through because the world is all over the place. So instead of scrambling, I decided, hey, you know what I can do? I can babble on for at least 30 minutes about Lego. And people like Casey Calvert can definitely let you know that that's pretty much all I talk about on set. We can have hot girls walking around, you know, naked. They can be fucking. And what is Mo talking about? Lego. Um, so this is my hobby. This is my passion. Uh, anybody who's listened to the show has obviously heard me talk about this uh, quite a bit. So even last week's episode with Kenna James, we brought up the Millennium Falcon and uh, other sets that uh, I'm into. So, um... I'm going to get off with, uh, get off. Um, so let's start off with yesterday. What was my day yesterday? I did some sorting. And then last night, uh, the Lego Star Wars holiday special was on uh, Disney Plus. So I watched that last night because my life revolves around Lego. So I watched that last night. It was actually quite entertaining. Um, and so, you know, check it out if you're a fan of Lego, if you're a fan of Star Wars, it's definitely worth checking out. So, like I said, for all the people that are coming in on IG Live, for the people listening to the podcast on, you know, Apple Podcasts or something are going, what the fuck is this guy doing? Uh, but if you're watching it here on Instagram, uh, go ahead. i assuming I'll get about two and a half questions. But if you guys have any questions, feel free and uh, I'll address them as I can. So, what I want to do today is, because since we are here, I'm going to do a little Lego sorting. So, this is... A Lego Mindstorm set. This is a uh, new set that just came out, and actually it was a called a gift with purchase. Uh, so a Lego set was purchased for me, and they uh, they gave me a bunch of Lego. So I am, in this case, not going to be playing with this. I am not going to be putting it together. I am actually going to be separating out all the Lego and selling it. So I do have a online Lego store um, that I uh, don't really talk about when it's in regards to the adult industry because, you know, of, you know, keeping, keeping businesses separate, if you will. So I do basically get some sets that I pull apart, sort them out, and then, uh, you know, sell them. So I have my personal sets. Lego goes everywhere. Uh, I have my personal sets, and then I have sets that I break up and sell for, you know, pennies, you know, and up. It just depends. But it's a, it's a very, it's a very fun little business that I have started doing on the side. You know, I still do, I do my mini vids. I do, you know, uh, other, you know, platforms to make a little bit of extra money. But this has been my thing that I'm actually passionate about. Um, I was actually joking around the other day because Lego goes everywhere and people joke around about stepping on it and, you know, that it hurts and, uh, you know, that I consider some of my Lego to be more like glitter. Um, you just find it everywhere. It just goes everywhere. So I uh, so it's uh, it's something that is constantly around my apartment. And, uh, you know, it's 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 fun. And, you know, Carla every so often, you know, finds some just randomly in her stuff. So 
I sell this as uh, as a side business and not for a huge profit. What I'm hoping is that it basically helps pay for my hobby. That's you know that's kind of my you know my side thing because Lego gets to be expensive. Carla and I used to joke around that Lego for me was cheaper than therapy. At this point, as you can see behind me, I have a little bit of Lego, and what you can see there is about. 10% of my collection. So it is, uh, it is a, it is, is gone from a hobby to a habit that, uh, uh, has gotten quite expensive, but it is definitely enjoyable. And it's something that I'm very passionate about. And I have an amazing girlfriend that is very, very supportive of this habit. Um, and, and puts up with me talking about it nearly nonstop. Um, I'm sure there's nothing better for her than for me to be, um, waking up a little early, lying in bed, and then, uh, scrolling through Instagram on my Twitter account. I'm sorry, th scrolling through Instagram on my Lego account and going, oh my God, the new Ecto-1 is coming out. Look at this. This is the greatest thing. Waking her up because it happened. And, uh, you know, it, it's always nice, you know, uh, I'm sure waking, I love waking up to that, but I'm, I'm assuming that's not really what she had planned. Um, and especially when she's like, she goes, wait a second, you have a boner. Is that because of Lego or because of me? I'm just going to leave that alone. So, um, like I said, I am sorting out these Mindstorm sets uh, because I'm going to see if I can uh, sell some of this to help pay off the, uh, the, the Lego sets that are coming. So, whenever something new comes out, be it a movie, be it a TV show, be it a new set, a new meme, I get DMs. Uh, and texts and uh, all sorts of other things uh, sent to me going, hey, did you see this? And uh, it, it's one of those things of I think it's great and it's funny and it comes from all levels of people in the industry and friends and family. And so it's a lot of fun receiving that. Um, but I do have to say that with all the cockiness in the world, if you've seen it, I've already seen it because I have, I follow about 900 uh, different Lego accounts um, on Instagram because, you know, it's an obsession. Um, I see I see my girlfriend, Carla Lynn, is actually now chiming in with laughing emojis. So, um, honey, I have been talking about you and uh, we will I will be continuing to do that. Um, let's see. Uh, are you ready for season two of Lego Master? Yes, I am. Uh, I know right now that they are calling for uh, contestants, and uh, I've had this question numerous, numerous times of going, hey, would you want to be on Lego Masters? No, no, I would not. Um, I'm a build-out-of-the-box kind of a guy. Um, I have not gotten to the level in any way, shape, or form that the people who are on that show, those guys are, even, even the people who get knocked out in the first week are very, very creative, very, very talented. And I do not come to that level. This is still, this is still a hobby for me. Some of those people are basically, uh, professional Lego builders, um, and believe it or not, that is that is actually a job. It's you know, besides like Legoland and the stores and things like that, there are people who do commissioned work. You know, architecture firms that want uh, you know a, a recreation of their building done in Lego. Um, you know, there's uh, people who do artwork. Um, you know, out of you know pieces and do mosaics. So there's all sorts of sculptures. There's um, actually at the California Science Center. Um, there's uh, there's an exhibit uh, that was there just started up just before covid and it was a great um 
a great exhibit. And I don't know if it's going to continue, but it's definitely something. So Lego Masters is something that I enjoy. I love watching. Um, I've met some of the people that are on the show at conventions, and it's uh, it's really cool for me. I, I tend to geek out. And, uh, you know, when I've run into certain YouTube people or, you know, famous Lego builders, people who have built sets that I'm a fan of, you know, I fanboy out a little bit. And Carla likes to give me shit because she's like, you can walk up to literally any porn star and be like, hey, how's it going? But some guy on YouTube that's all into Lego and you turn into a fanboy. So, uh, you know, she mocks me for that, but it's absolutely 100% true. So, um... If you're just joining me here on Instagram, uh, I am actually recording the podcast live. Uh, I had a, a guest fall through, so I am uh, doing this all on my own, sorting some Lego, talking about Lego, and uh, answering, uh, now I'm assuming, the other 1.5 questions that are going to come through. So, I have a list of things to be able to uh, talk about. Um, and one of the things that I wanted to discuss was, you know, because... I'm 44. I just turned 44. Uh, you know, my girlfriend took me to the Lego store and spoiled me very much. Hello, Zach Brickman. Uh, spoiled me very much, and so I, uh, you know, it. it <laughs> she just fed the habit, basically. Um, but I am a. Uh, I'm an adult fan of Lego. Uh, they call them AFALs, uh, and this is a very common thing. Uh, there's a certain age group. Um, that has fallen back in love with Lego that maybe because, you know, they, their kid is doing it, their kids, uh, or maybe they just found something nostalgic of, you know, their childhood. And Lego has always been a child's toy. Uh, that's just what it's always been. You know, Lego bricks has always been for 60 years, has been for kids. It's been the adults who have, you know, taken it back uh, for themselves at the age of 40. So, um Lego is now marketing to that, uh, and it is uh, it is now they're actually marketing specifically to adults, and so there's sets that are coming out now that are just so massive and complicated. Uh, not no insult to a twelve year old kid, but these I think are far above the uh, the general you know twelve year olds range. Um, so for example, uh, in the Star Wars era, there's you know, there's the Millennium Falcon that's like seven thousand pieces. Uh, there is um, which I'm now the proud owner of. Um, and yes, yes, Zach, I do have the cruelest girlfriend ever. Cruelest as well. Coolest. Um, so there are these sets and so this year especially they've been really really working on the nostalgia. So um, the beginning of the year, January end of December, they did the 1989 Batmobile. And this wasn't a big, this wasn't a little set. This is a 23 inch or 24 inch Batmobile. I have it on the shelf. I'm going to be putting it together at some point in time, but there's a long queue of things that I need to put together. Um, and so that was so popular that they've also done the 1989 Batwing. Uh, that just came out last year. I'm sorry, last month, which uh, I got for myself for my birthday. So it's in a, another amazing set. And the thing is huge. I think it's 26 inches across. I mean, these are these are very, very big sets and they're not cheap. Um, so they have also marketed to uh, things like uh, TV shows, um, Friends, 
they have Lego has a friends line uh, that is their um, that is their girl oriented um, line uh, that they've that they've been pushing a lot over the past quite some time. Uh, but there was actually from the TV show Friends um, a the coffee shop and uh, the uh, and the characters from the show, and they were obviously marketing to an age group that is really really a fan of friends it's the it's the older group that is my age and then it's the new people that are watching it for the first time on netflix or whatever it's on this week um so it was carla even that was the first lego set she ever bought for herself now she's bought me plenty but the, for herself she has it it's still sitting on the shelf you know it has not been put together yet but i'm assuming at some point in time uh, it will be put together so, um, you know, so they've been doing it and I will, I'm going to, I have some examples of some things, um, that, uh, and I just realized, uh, I have a bunch of Lego in the way. So this is going to be the fun. I did not plan this out very well. So again, people into ASMR that's into Lego, it's right here, right in front of me, all the Lego and I'm sorting it. Um, so one of the first sets that literally just came out, um, two weeks ago um, is Sesame Street. Now, Lego has made it where if it's basically in the black box like this, this is intended for adults. Uh, they don't even, you know, they don't really put the age group on here that I, you know, I'm sorry, 18 plus. So yeah, so this is their adult oriented uh, type of sets. This is Sesame Street. You know, this is this is something that you would imagine that they would have done for kids. You know, the younger age that still watches Sesame Street. That's not who they're marketing to. This $120 set was marketed to me. I'm 44. I grew up with Sesame Street. That was my childhood. These characters minus Elmo because I don't really, Elmo wasn't really on when I was watching. But these characters were my childhood. And this is what they want is they want me to buy this. Um, because it's going to remind me of my childhood and fun and Lego and Sesame Street. And that's why I bought it, because it is awesome. This is an amazing, amazing set. It has the characters. And although many Lego people will point out they didn't do the count, which some people are pissed about, um, but it's the characters. It's a great set. It's a really cute build. And so they're marketing to people like me. So the people who are listening to the podcast, um, go Google lego sesame street it's a brand new set um this thing is almost 1400 pieces this is a good size set it's not a it's not a huge set but it's a good size set so things like that they in the past few days have just released um an ecto-1 a large ecto-1 it's about the size of the batmobile i described so they have taken that again age group that was a fan in 1983, 84, when Ghostbusters came out. Um, this is the Ecto-1 from the new movie that's going to be coming out at some point in time. Um, but it is, it is again, hitting that adult age group that is 18 plus that is looking for that nostalgia from the 80s. It's attached to a new movie, which is still jumping on to that same bandwagon. <clears throat> so I just, and this is actually going to be seen for the first for the first time, uh, as, as I'm going through, some of these things are being seen for the first time. So um, let's go with small. There are things called mocks, my own creation, not my Twitter name, 
my own creation that people create things and then sell the instructions to and you can buy the uh, the Lego from stores like Bricklink or you know uh, Lego or numerous other places you can find it so I created uh, I'm sorry so I purchased people's other uh, people's creations wow that was a good one so this is a skyline Lego created skylines that were from cities around the world somebody created and i can't recall his name an 80s nostalgia skyline so if you are uh if you're familiar there's blade runner there's uh aliens um never-ending story top gun uh princess bride ghostbusters of course and goonies now i wanted to focus specifically on that little firehouse so this is micro scale, nano scale, really small scale. So anybody who is a fan of Ghostbusters immediately recognizes that building. And it's very, very small. Um, and so, uh, I'm gonna set that down over there. It's very small, but people recognize it. So somebody created that and I purchased the instructions. Now I'm gonna focus on Ghostbusters today because uh, that's what I have right near me and uh, I have a, you know, a lot of Ghostbuster stuff. Another designer created this. Now this is all Lego, but it is not an actual Lego designed product. So again, a little Ecto-1. This one's obviously larger than the last one I showed. And I apologize to the people on the, listening to the podcast without the visual. Yeah, you know, this is uh, about four inches tall by about six inches by six inches. So, you know, it's fun. It's something that is uh, entertaining, you know, to build. It's small. And then, for the people who have uh, saw my Instagram a couple times, I just finished another little project. I just finished the actual Lego set of the Ghostbusters headquarters, the firehouse. So this is the largest Lego set that I have ever put together. And so it is actually, I did not buy this in the box. Um, I collected all the pieces. Uh, Lego is kind enough to uh, give you uh, the, uh, the info uh, that you can get the instructions and all the pieces. And so I had about 50% of it in my collection and then the rest of it I had to uh, purchase uh, in various areas and do it that way. But this set in box currently is about $750 is what I saw it for. And that's a lot of fucking money. So just so you can see, it has a full interior as well. So uh, this is an amazing set and this has taken me quite some time to put together and uh, I couldn't be happier with it. Um, and if you are listening to the podcast, go ahead and check out my Instagram page. It is uh, uh, the average Mo and you can see um, set, uh, you know, some of the, some photos of these. Um, and so that is, um, you know, uh, the, the project I've been working on right now. Now, Wherever you are in the country or the world, um, COVID has become a very you know hot topic. Um, and so we are dealing with here in Los Angeles, another possible shutdown of some sort, you know, so we are, um, uh, you know, 
going to be spending, in theory, more time indoors. We don't know yet. It's It could happen. It could not happen. The county, the city, the state, everybody is still trying to figure it out. So the first 15 years of COVID, whatever it felt like it was, um, Lego was a huge source of stress relief for me. Um, and so, again, when Carla and I joke around about that it's cheaper than therapy, you know, um, it kind of was because it was a very stressful time for pretty much anybody involved for whatever reasons. So a lot of people were bored and didn't have you know, didn't have things to do and usually go out and do things. I kind of am cool staying home. I'm a pretty solitary person. And uh, so Lego, I had a ton of it. So I started building. So it is definitely something that I've found that I love and that I'm very, very passionate about. And that's why I've decided to, you know, I sell Lego. That's why I talk about it. That's why, because it has become a thing and it's more than just a hobby. It's, it's become a, a almost a lifestyle. You know, I go to conventions. Um, I participate in online conventions now. Um, I do this stuff because I absolutely love it. And luckily my partner um, has you know, gone with me on this journey uh, that I'm going on of something that I truly love. Um, I understand that working in the adult industry or any industry doesn't last forever. You know, it's constantly ever changing. I just celebrated a 13th year in porn and uh, I'm not going anywhere, but the models are changing. The things, you know, being on set all the time isn't necessarily where the world is going. Who knows? I mean, so this gives me opportunities to explore other opportunities of uh, for work, for to make money, to, you know, keep myself, you know, busy. So, um this is uh, my thing that I'm, I'm going to babble on about is, is that, you know, go out and find use this time. You know, if you have it, some people do, some people don't. Um, everybody has a different life of what they do and what they have time to do. Um, you know, if you're sitting at home and watching Netflix, go find some better movies, you know, go, go, go watch the classics, do something, you know, even in television, if that's what you got to do, do it. Um, I chose Lego and it's a, you know, it's, it, that's all it is is a hobby, but it's something I love. So I say during this time, during COVID, if, you know, no matter where you are, you know, if you're going to be locked up at home, if you're not, if you don't feel safe going out and doing stuff, if you, you know, if you can't work because, you know, work is stuff, go find something you love. That's what I did. And that has helped save me um, very much on top of having an amazing partner. Um, I did have one. Uh, I, I did have a little bit more of the Ghostbusters. So, um, again, sorry for the people on the podcast. Um because the actual Ghostbusters firehouse set is so expensive, um, I decided to, you know, build it all on my own. But what it didn't come with is the cute little minifigures. And those were really expensive. So I ended up buying an Ecto-1 set, uh, which wasn't all that cheap either. Uh, but I got an Ecto-1 set uh, because it was only not much more than just buying the minifigures that are supposed to go with the actual firehouse. These ones are not the ones that's supposed to go with it, but it's the same guys. And I say, why the fuck not? So I got that. That's going to be going, uh, being put together here pretty soon. And that's actually going to roll directly into the firehouse. It fits in some way from what I understand. So um, last one in front of me, this has actually only been seen by, besides Carla and a couple friends, uh, this has only been seen by one person. So this is a set that I purchased the instructions to 
these characters obviously are the turtles uh teenage mutant ninja turtles and uh april o'neill um this this is for you i'll be sending you photos um but uh these are brickheads. This is their kind of answer to Funko Pop. It's a, you know, they're little sets that are 100 pieces that uh, you put together of, you know, pop culture or, you know, uh, cartoon or, you know, Star Wars. They've done it for a little bit of everything. So this guy created an example for the turtles. But not only that, he created a display. So I built this, and this is one hell of a Lego set. So this is a, it's a nice display piece. And uh, Carla actually, um, I started some other ones that I purchased the instructions to. The 1966 uh, Batman uh, Brickheads. You know, recognize like the Joker. So um, there's about 16 of them. Uh, and so Carla is actually encouraging me to start designing my own display for that series and so uh because i don't create my own stuff this seems to be something that is i can engineer because i've done enough of it um that i can come up with my own my own ideas and so that's that's going to be kind of my own first my creation uh besides i mean i dabble a little bit here and there but really when it comes down to it it's going to be my first bigger creation is doing a display for brickheads or for a car or something so that's that's what i'm going to focus on so um you know it, it occupies my time uh, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, the, the holidays are coming. Um, and so I am going to be putting together holiday sets that I have collected over the past, uh, couple of years. Um, my entire Christmas tree, it's a, you know, it's a tree and there's lights. Um, it's a, you know, fake tree. Um, but every ornament, including a 25 foot garland that goes around it is made of Lego. Uh, every ornament with the exception of two Hallmark keepsake ornaments, which is, uh, one is Lego Batman and the other one's Lego Joker. So everything else is literally made of Lego. And I've, uh, picked up the designs from people. Um, and, uh, it, it it's a fun thing and I like putting them on there and I've, I started this a couple of years ago. And so I keep adding more ornaments and I'll post them again, as I typically do on Instagram and, uh, pictures of the tree that'll get blended in with everybody else's pictures of trees. Um, so it is, uh, it is, it's definitely something fun. So holidays, uh, I'll be posting every so often on, uh, on my Instagram here. Um, and, uh, if, because I don't really, uh, I can try and keep the two separate. Um, if you're interested in seeing more of my Lego work, uh, please feel free to DM me. Um, and, uh, you know, and then I can, uh, you know, then I can give you, give you more info. I don't put it out there just publicly. Um, but yeah, you feel, you know, feel free to, uh, to, to DM me. So now I can start moving stuff back over, uh, it, you know, to, to go back to, uh, sorting. Um, I'm going to be wrapping up this episode. So luckily I did not have much in the way of questions because it's really hard for me to read my phone. I realized. So, um, I decided to do this and it was kind of an experiment and I figure it's my show. I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. So if you made it this long in the show when you're listening to the podcast, congratulations. I'm impressed. Um, and if you want to see this, uh, I'll leave this up on Instagram uh, if I don't fuck up and make it so that it uh, gets deleted. Um, but, uh, you know, um, if, you know, you can see some of these examples, you know, on my Instagram page. And uh, so, like I said, I had a cancellation. So this is this is where we are. Uh, I still wanted to have a new episode. So 
Um, my name is Mo Reese. This has been More with Mo. You can find me on Twitter at Mo Triple X or Mox, as some people like to call me. On Instagram here, I am the average Mo. Uh, the podcast does have its own um, uh, social media. It is at More with Mo on Twitter and Instagram. Um, if uh, you, whatever platform uh, you listen to, uh, I'm sure is absolutely amazing. Um, I personally listen to it on SoundCloud because that's what I've listened to it on. But the show is available on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and according to Google, some other ones. So uh, whatever you do, uh, go ahead and you know, tell you what, like it, comment, favorite it, subscribe, do all those things that people tell you to do and uh, greatly appreciate it. But if you really want to help out the show, uh, if you want to help me buy more Lego, uh, go check out uh, my mini vid store, theaveragemopov.com. That's where you can see all the, the dirty stuff, the naughty stuff, you know, the girls sucking my dick. And uh, that one time, I jerked off on Lego. Thanks for listening.